You're thinking, should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat. Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence. Because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EXPERT to 200-300. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EXPERT to 200-300. That's EXPERT to 200-300. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. This is the Shane Dennis Show on the new ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Friday, everybody. Welcome in. Shady Jack with you for the next couple of hours at Twin Peaks West. Well, I am. Alas, Jack isn't. He's got to work. He's got to make sure that this show and the Pulse with Pat go off without a hitch. So he can't be here. But y'all can if you're in Wichita and you're on the west side. Or if you aren't and got a car, come on out. We're at Ridge and Taft. From noon to four. More on that in a moment. Here's how you can be a part of the show, though, if you can't make it here. And by the way, we've already had a couple of Wichita's finest, uh, a couple of first responders, legit ones, that have requested and have been granted access to a couple of our koozies. And if you come in and ask for anything within our power, we'll give you that, too be it a koozie or a t-shirt. Come by and see us. We're at Ridge and Taft, and we'll be all afternoon long. But if you can't make it and you want to call us because you want to win something or you want to weigh in like speeding in Florida or anything else that's on topic on a fun day like today, then call us, 316-669-4996. Jack will ask you what you want to talk about, and we'll talk about it. If you'd rather text, that's okay, because, you know, Jack doesn't like to talk on the phone. But text us, 316-247-0923. I heard the first bit of Pat's show, Driving Home, Jack. Uh, How do you think that went overall, from start to finish, when we went grinds my gears to the 2 o'clock segment at the Pulse? Uh, what kind of letter grade would you give all involved? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say the the quality of content had to be up there as a B plus or an A minus, but uh, we might have mm-hmm. we might have beat a dead horse. I, <laughs> we might have carried it on too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I, I wonder if we were to go back and do things differently, um, would it have carried on that long? No. But I don't know. Uh, maybe oh, I wouldn't cha- I wouldn't, <laughs> if we didn't open the Pandora's like we, box once we brought Pat into it no, and then, and then trickle it on, into the pulse. I open it on purpose. <laughs> I open it on purpose. You know that. <laughs> and then once he got wind of it, then it, it got some more legs, of course, because he had to feel like it he was had a to flame dying out. And he himself. added some. He added some wood to it. 
So he stretched it yes, from 1 o'clock yes, to 4 o'clock. When it yeah. could have been 1 to 125. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I made sure that that didn't happen. Uh, so text us, 316-247-0923. We'll be glad to read your text on the air if it's, uh, if it's radio worthy. If you're hanging around the house and you got a smart speaker, you can play. Yeah, I tell it to play KKGQ 92.3. ESPNWichita.com on the stream. That's where you can find the podcast. If you missed our conversation with Chance Lebo yesterday that uh, Jack and I were just talking about, and you're wondering what we're talking about, uh, check it out. The podcast is there, ESPNWichita.com. It's uh, talking on the phone versus texting. That's the uh, topic that grew like wildfire. Uh, 92.3 FM in your car. Or on your radio, tune in on your phone, ESPNWichita.com is where you really need to go, where all the podcast and listen live button is too. And in the very near future, lots of pertinent information about March Madness and our brackets, because that's right around the corner, because we're now in the month of March. So uh, that's how you can be a part of the show. That's how you can join. That's how you can uh, chime in with me and Jack and Pat from 2 to 4 when he comes over. And get you ready for the weekend. Again, we're out here at Twi- uh, Twin Peaks West. We'll be all day today. So come on by and see us. Really good lunch crowd in here already, as usual. Take advantage of, I highly recommend, take advantage of the fish and chips special. Um, and it's special because it's beer-battered cod served with house-made tartar, malt vinegar, and french fries. But the kicker here is you can... Mix in a 22-ounce Miller Lite or Coors Light for only 12 bucks. So fish and chips with a domestic light beer, 12 bucks through Easter. Or if you'd rather have a soda or tea, it's only 10 bucks. So why wouldn't you do that? And even if you're not uh, taking advantage of the Lenten season or of a certain faith, fish and chips are awesome, and they're great here. And if you want a soda or tea to go with it, it's only 10 bucks. So tell them we sent you, and tell them you want the fish and chips special. Uh, from now through Easter on a Friday. So check it out. It's uh, I highly recommend. I've had fish and chips here multiple times and not necessarily on a Friday either. All right. Uh, I'll lay out the show for you here. But first, we need a moment of levity here on a Friday from Jack. What do you got, Jack? Who hides in the bathroom at parties? <laughs> I don't know. Who? The party pooper. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on. (laughs) Come on. That's a dad joke. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, It's National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. National Sun-Kissed Citrus Day. National Dad Gum That's Good Day. That ushers in a season of satisfying seasonings, cooking, and overall good time spent with family. And a southern phrase... And the title of John McLemore's best-selling cookbook series. Okay. Makes a little more sense. National Pig Day. National Coffee Day. National Horse Protection Day. Employee Appreciation Day. Oh, remind Pat of that. Coming up at 2 o'clock, will you? It's National Employee Appreciation Day. So he needs to be nice to us. Uh, National Speech and Debate Education Day. National Fruit Compote Day. And National Minnesota Day. Jack? 
Minnesota. Which state? 30. 32. What's a nickname? The Gopher State. No, it's not the blank state. It's a state is not in the nickname. Twin Cities. You'll know after I tell you. Mm. Land of 10,000 lakes. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. March 1st. The United States Congress established Yellowstone National Park as the world's first national park. 1921. The Patent Office issued a patent to Harry Houdini for a diving suit. R.I.P. 1984, Cindy Lauper appeared on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show, making her TV debut. She performed Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Birthdays, March 1st, 1810, Frederick Chopin. 1914, Ralph Waldo Ellison. Harry Carey, 1919. Harry Belafonte, 1927. Ron Howard, 1954. So good day today, March 1st, beyond us being out at Twin Peaks West. But that makes it good, too. Uh, All right. Oh, it's episode 678. I think I failed to mention that. And we're headed for a high of 54 degrees today. All right, here's your show. Here in a second, we're going to take a look at bracketology. Uh, Jack, did you do that in my absence a week or so ago? Uh, Probably, yeah. I think I did one time, but things have changed. They have, and I am going to take a look at, for you K-State fans, NIT bracketology. Maybe you won't want to hear it, but I'm interested in it, so bear with me. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Story of the Week coming up at 1225. Story of the Week brought to you by Far Hall Roofing. We've got our Wichita Furniture and Mattress Twitter question. Has to do with spring break, which is coming up for some. Headlines and some Paul Mills audio coming up at 1 o'clock. He spoke to the Wichita media earlier today. Paul Mills did on the heels of that breathtaking win at UAB. So we'll hear from him coming up at 1 o'clock hour. Kevin Saul with his monthly visit. Director of Athletics at Wichita State. He'll have plenty to talk about between the UAB game, baseball opening up today at home, their home opener today at 3 o'clock. Softball is in Lincoln. They're off to a good start, so I'm sure they have thoughts on that. And there's a, in the uh, athletic department, there's been a, Senior Associate Athletic Director set to lead the Health and Performance Team. It was announced today. Tell you who that is. And we'll get his thoughts on a bevy of first-year head coaches. One being Brian Green. That will unveil his Shocker Baseball team to Wichita live and in person this afternoon. Plus, uh, new fan amenities like we told you about over the last couple of days, including a right field deck in the corner beyond right field. So plenty to pick Kevin Saul's brain about coming up 125. And then at the end of the show, it'll be I'm Old Jack Young's brought to you by Rock and Brews Casino Brayman today, March 1st, first day of March. Finally, 
got the March and spring, and not only spring, but daylight savings is right around the corner, too. I feel like we we made it for those that share the same attitude that I do when it comes to falling back and losing an hour of daylight and it gets dark at 5 o'clock. Well, we're, we're past that, and we're almost ready to spring forward, and I look forward to that. So that's right around the corner, too. All right, there you go. There's your show. That's how you can be a part of it. Please do so however you can, however you like. Text 316-247-0923. All right, so I promised some bracketology talk because now that it's March, uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Plus, we uh, are inching closer and closer to our uh, bracket challenge, ESPN Wichita, too. So keep your ears perked up for more details on that starting next week. But as it stands, well... Right now, um, there is a – listen, everybody's got a bracketology. I get that. A friend of the show, Jerry Palm's got one at cbssports.com. Uh, Joe Lenardi famously has one. But anybody that's able to create a website probably has one too. So just understand that it's this is fluid, and I think you do. But as of right now uh, – K-State is not on the even the next four out, according to some. And because of Memphis beating ECU last night, that was no great feat, but they won. And they get past 20 wins. And it was on the road. And they won by a bunch, which, hap- which matters in the net rankings, by the way, for those that didn't realize. But anyway... Um, K-State not really on the bubble yet. They got they still got some work to do, as I think we all understand. But in this particular bracketology, uh, teams of interest that are on the bubble but on the wrong side of the bubble, Memphis, uh, Drake, Cincinnati, either first four out or the next four out. But the projected tournament seedings, one seed – one of them is Houston. We all knew that. But the fourth two seed in this particular bracketology has Kansas still hanging on to a two seed uh, as the fourth two seed. The other twos being Arizona, North Carolina, Alabama, and Kansas in that order. Iowa State, a three. Which, if you haven't been paying attention to Iowa State, you might not realize they're sneaky good in 22-6. and six. Seems like they're never on TV unless they're, you know, playing KU and people around here care about watching KU and get a chance to see Iowa State. But they are at three seed, along with Auburn, Marquette, and Creighton. Four seed is Baylor as of right now. And Baylor and Houston, a four and a one seed respectively, still in front of KU. Jack, just real quick, do you see a path short of not uh, losing at all that KU can climb to a, the one line? No, no, impossible at this point. Yeah, there, there's virtually no the chance table. in hell. I don't even think if they run the table, okay. they'd get a one. Oh, come on. No, I mean. Houston and Baylor along the way. 
they would beat Houston and then and probably Baylor. Houston again. But Houston, see, here's where it also factors into like previous years where KU would win the regular season title. Houston's going to win the regular season title. So even if you get them on that final game and they win it outright, then they basically don't put too much stock into the Big 12 tournament unless you were to win four games in four days, I think it is, or three games in three days, and then you have to beat yeah. – you'd have to beat Houston again. But even then, I'm not sold because – KU's going to finish, I think, two games behind Houston, likely, in the Big 12 race. So you don't grab that number one spot from Houston because of the Big 12 tournament. Even if you were to beat them three times, again, I I think the winner of the Big 12 in the regular season should probably get the one seed. I don't think it really matters about the Big 12 I know, tournament. I know, it's, I know it's really a stretch. I know it's really yeah. a stretch, and you're right. So maybe they'd be the, the best two seed. If I think two seed is, yeah, if they were to win out, I bet they could get the best or the second best two seed. Yeah, okay. So anyway, uh, BYU, with on the strength of that win at Allen Fieldhouse, projected as a five as of right now. Uh, TCU, a seven. This is just random teams of interest I'm talking about here out of the Big 12 and et cetera. Texas Tech and Texas, both as eight seeds as we stand right now. And now we get into bubble territory, of course. Uh, a 10 seed would be FAU as of right now out of the American. They're 21-7 and seven at the moment. Also, Oklahoma is slated as a 10 seed. And then you get into just juggling and drawing guys out of a hat, assuming that they continue to go on the path that they're, they're going to be on. Uh, former shocker opponent, South Dakota State, out of the Summit League, projected to be a 16. That's what the uh, what the committee apparently is going to think about the winner of the Summit, the MAAC, the NEC, the MEAC, and the SWAC. Those are all ticketed to be 16 seeds. Now, I know this is uh, not as important for basketball fans, but the NIT is, I don't know, I, I can't explain why. It's always held a place in my heart. Regardless um, of whether Wichita State might go there or K State in a year like they're having right now, um, but I can't, I can't, I can't quit the NIT. I guess. Now I would never go so far as to uh, be interested in any of the other alphabet soup uh, postseason basketball tournaments of which I don't even know how many there still are. I mean, C- CIT, there used to be one, may or may not still. Um, and one other one that they still might keep going. I don't know if COVID did away with those or not. But anyway, the point being, I don't, I can't explain my affinity or interest, I guess, in, in the NIT. And, and maybe you'd have to be a hardcore college basketball fan. I, assume I, I would fall into that category if I care at all about the NIT. But they, as you know, will take the next best uh, 32 teams that didn't make the NCAA tournament. Now, all regular season champions that don't win the conference tournament automatically qualify for the NIT. So that would mean, for example, in the American USF, guaranteed to make the postseason. So if they don't have the resume good enough, 
Uh, and if they don't win the tournament in Fort Worth and get the auto bid, then they would be guaranteed a spot in the NIT by virtue of winning the regular season. But pretty much the best of the rest, uh, one seed in the NIT would be Big 12 newcomer and former American conference team, Cincinnati, interestingly enough, to me anyway. Memphis, as it stands right now, would be ticketed to the NIT because they're one of the first four out or the next four out. They would be a two seed. And, again, if you missed it last night, they crushed East Carolina, even uh, without Malcolm Dandridge. They, wow, it, it was a name-your-score game last night in Greenville. But Texas A&M, Iowa, and SMU are all comfortably in the NIT, if you can use such a term. K-State is only a four. They're the top four seed in the NIT. But uh, at 17 and 11 right now, the projection of Bracketology has him slated as a four seed in the NIT. Not too many other schools of note besides South Florida uh, ticketed to go to the NIT if they don't win the conference tournament. Of course, this is contingent upon all these conference tournaments if none of these teams that I just said spring an upset and win it all in their particular conference tournament going to the NIT, which, again, I am guilty of caring more about the NIT and who goes to it and actually watch it more than most, but uh, sue me. I like college basketball, and in in the NIT at least uh, holds my interest a little bit. So full disclosure there for you. All right, we are off and running here from Twin Peaks West. We invite you to come out and see us. We're at Ridge and Taft. And bunches and bunches of people enjoying the fish and chips and some soda or tea for only 10 bucks. Also, a reminder, coming up uh, about a week from now, March 8th, you can call up the boys and get your rear ends into Twin Peaks and catch all the action in the ring. We've got boxing action on March 8th. Enjoy that with 29-degree man-sized drafts and scratch bites for the whole table. Ask your favorite Twin Peaks girl about uh, about details for that boxing watch party March 8th. And also coming up right around the corner here in a couple of weeks, you can celebrate St. Patty's Day with Irish whiskey, Guinness beer, and scenic views starting on the 14th because they got a costume party. And then, of course, you're going to blow it out on St. Patty's Day from March 14th to the 17th. They'll be featuring a lingerie costume party and drink specials on some of your favorite festive shots, cocktails, and more. And, yes, don't fear, they will have green beer here. Jack, you okay with green beer? Does that scare you? Beer is beer. I agree. How about bloody beer, red beer, tomato juice beer? I, I draw the line it. there. I've got to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, might have to draw, <laughs> I might have to walk back on what I just said. I have to draw a line in the sand. Yeah, I don't know if I could do tomato juice yeah. beer. Yeah, red beer, no. But green beer and uh, amber beer, yeah, bring it on. It's twelve twenty-two. When we come back, I need to share my story of the week with you. And it's actually a couple of stories, but they're about the same guy. So it kind of qualifies as just a story about this particular guy. And it has to do with the current chief. So he is the subject of my story of the week. I'll tell you who and why he's in the news. 
Coming up a little bit later on, got a Twitter question that is brought to you by Wichita Furniture and Mattress. Has to do with spring break. What are you going to do if you had the opportunity to? Uh, Also, I got a giveaway for you at the end of hour number one. So be listening then for that. It's Drew Lynch's appearance at the Orpheum Theater coming up on the 6th. This is your last chance to win tickets. So be listening at the end of hour one uh, for that opportunity. We'll hear from Paul Mills. It's Senior Day coming up on Saturday as the Shockers play Rice Saturday evening. And Paul Mills, I'm sure we'll have thoughts on that. Dalen Riginal is the guy that they'll be honoring. And what went right down in Alabama? We'll hear from Paul Mills coming up at 1 o'clock. And Kevin Saul will keep the Shocker Talk going at 125. He will talk about all things Shocker Athletics from his perspective. And I'm old Jack Young at the end of the show, just like usual. But coming up next, it's our Far Haw Roofing Story of the Week from Twin Peaks West. It's 1224. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Get ready for an adrenaline-packed weekend. The 67th annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is coming to Hartman Arena February 29th through March 2nd. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battling for glory. Don't miss out on the action. Mark your calendars February 29th through March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to HartmanArena.com. Join us at Hartman Arena for the Wrestling Showdown of the Year. Proudly presented by Visit Wichita. ESPN Bet is now live in Kansas as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. This segment is brought to you by KDOT. As your speedometer creeps up, so does your risk of crashing. Don't try to save time speeding. Save a heartbreak by driving safely and make it there in one piece. ESPN Wichita's high school hoops coverage marches on as postseason action is underway. With a trip to the state tournament on the line, the high school game of the week heads out east to Andover. The defending 5A state champion Trojans will look to punch their ticket to return to Emporia as they host Topeka West in a winner-go-home 5A sub-state championship game. Coverage begins at 7 o'clock with Chance Lebo on the call for the high school game of the week on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. 
Happy birthday to the Beeps. He's 30. Sorry. Twin Peaks West is where we are. It's 1227. Shane and Jack with you here on a Friday. And a Friday can only mean we need to deliver our story of the week. It's brought to you by Farha Roofing. Whether it's a repair, service, or replacement, Farha Roofing is the team for you. Call them or visit farharoofing.com. Farha Roofing, we rise above the rest. Well, my story of the week uh, centers around one particular guy, and it's kind of two little mini stories, but they're basically connected. Uh centers around McCole Hardman, who has elected to talk quite a bit ever since the Chiefs' Super Bowl title, their second in as many years. And as you know, he began the season as a Jet, but the trade deadline deal apparently was one that was surrounded around Pretty uh, raw feelings in New York slash New Jersey around the Jets organization. And he wore out his welcome pretty quick, apparently. Uh, only a few days after Hardman criticized the team's leadership and admitted that he was, quote, checked out, unquote, before getting traded back to the Chiefs, Jet sources have alleged that he leaked several of the club's game plans to opposing teams last season in 2023. Now, the first guy to to come out and accuse him and put his name to it, I guess, is Sauce Gardner, their dynamic cornerback. He was the first to accuse Hardman of leaking the team's game plan. Sauce Gardner on X or Twitter on Wednesday tweeted or posted, which has since been deleted, quote, we ain't going to talk about how our offensive game plan got leaked versus the Eagles. End of tweet, which has been taken down since then. There was validation from the Jets that Hardman Frustrated, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans not only to the opposition, as uh, Sauce Gardner alleged, but not just the Eagles game, but also the Chiefs. Now, the Jets still beat the Eagles, full disclosure, but they also only gained 244 yards in the game against the Eagles. And it was alleged that Hardman leaked the game plan to the Chiefs which, if you believe conspiracy theories, I suppose that's probably more believable because he used to be a Chief. But anyway, as you recall, Chiefs narrowly beat the Jets 23-20. to Sauce Gardner's comment came shortly after Jets punter Thomas Morstead questioned Hardman's initial criticisms of the Jets. And Morstead suggested that Hardman accused teams brass of lying about his offensive role and simply was a product of McCole Hardman's own entitlement. And Morstead pointed out that he, Hardman, was beaten out by an undrafted free agent, rookie. 
That's Xavier Gibson is the man in question. So he's not only been linked to or accused of leaking game plans to the opposition, but it also came out this past week that he himself admitted on a podcast that he was so disgruntled with the Jets and his lack of productivity or role that he begged the Chiefs to, quote, come get me, unquote. And that's pissing the Jets' brass off, too. And I would say it's understandable. Joe Douglas, their uh, GM, told reporters Wednesday at the scouting combine in Indianapolis, quote, I'll just say those comments definitely resonated with us, unquote. Now, for those that didn't realize, there's a fine line to walk when you say things like that, when you're employed by one team to another, whether you said them, actually, actually said them or not. But that, uh, that borders on tampering. And if the Jets wanted to pursue tampering charges against Chiefs and it sticks, it could cost the Chiefs some draft picks. But anyway, uh, in an interview hosted by Ryan Clark, Hardman criticized the Jets' culture, said he was frustrated by his lack of playing time, and that by week four, that was the Chiefs game, he said, quote, I'm telling you right now, I was so checked out, like it was over with. I had already talked to Veach and Pat, like, come get me, unquote. Veach, of course, being Brett Veach and Pat being Pat, Patrick Mahomes. Two, two weeks later, he got his wish. He got traded. And then, of course, as you know, he caught the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. But according to NFL rules, teams are not permitted to have contact with another team's players or coaches. It's considering tamper, That's considered tampering. By Tuesday night, Hardman's comments from the podcast had been on social media, prompting his reply on Twitter or X. Hardman tweeted, and I quote, never had talks with Casey before the trade, so we can, all caps, clear that up. The Jets handled my trade on their own and did the right thing by sending me back to KC. Exclamation mark. End of tweet. On that podcast, Hardman said the tipping point was the Chiefs game. And he also said he refused to go in the game to return punts because he felt like the special teams coordinator had misled him about his punt returning job in camp. And he didn't have enough time to prepare when asked on the night of the Chiefs game to step in for Xavier Gibson, who had tweaked his ankle a few days earlier. Hardman said he was dealing with his own injury, which happened to be a hyperextended pinky that made it tough for him to catch. Hardman said head coach Robert Sala tried to convince him to play and to go return punts. But Hardman said that he told him, quote, I'm not catching for that man, unquote. And that man being the special teams coach. And then he said that special teams coach said, I'm going to remember this. And then Hardman said, that there was nothing the Jets could do because he was already checked out mentally. So it took Hardman all of about a month to be disinterested in being a New York Jet. 
and accused the organization of lying to him about his usage. And uh, Joe Douglas declined to address the Hardman criticisms and the accusations of lying about what his role would be. Douglas took the high road, I think, for the most part, said, quote, I'll just say we were excited to sign McColl. He was excited to obviously join our team. Xavier Gibson really came on for us this year, and he did an outstanding job for us. So ultimately, we made a decision to move on from McColl, but our process of adding McColl, he was excited to be here, and it just didn't work out. And a lot of that has to do with Xavier, unquote. Well, Jack, are you surprised McColl Hardman is making such news and making a lot of noise in the process? Because I don't feel like I ever remember hearing from him at all in the first run through with the Chiefs. this surprise you? Um, not really. I-, I think he's always been a player that doesn't have the best of awareness, uh, even though he wasn't as outspoken uh, on the Chiefs. I remember yesterday during the Pulse, we talked about this a little bit, and I remember a lot of Chiefs fans gave him uh, flack for in the offseason. He wouldn't go work out with Patrick Mahomes when you'd have, you know, rookies going down there to Texas to catch passes from him. And Harmon would be posting him bowling with friends, you know, at a (laughs) on a Friday night, a Saturday night. And I've always taken it as, hey, these are also human beings, too. They deserve to have a, 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 a normal life, a social life outside of the game. They don't need to be practicing, you know, all the time. But I also look at it and say... Well, you know, I'm not saying that if you never post yourself working out that you're not working out because that's just stupid to think. Like, I think some players post working out to show that, hey, I'm working out. I'm working on routes. I'm trying to get better. Whereas Hardman definitely works out. He just doesn't post it. He chooses to post stuff like bowling out with his friends on maybe a Friday night or a Saturday night. So I remember fans really latching on to that. And to me, that came back to the lack of awareness. And this is another one of those reasons. I don't think his intention was to hurt his chances of being signed, of course. I think it was flaunting his ring a little bit and saying, oh, it's so much better over here and the Jets suck because I've got proof the Jets suck. They didn't win many yeah. games. Now they didn't have Aaron Rodgers for the full year, and I'm sure he was bitter about not you know, being able to play a lot. He, he thought signing with the Jets that, man, I didn't get a lot of reps for Kansas City last year. I bet I could be a number two and number three for the Jets, and that just never, never happened. Uh, but to me, it's... It's dumb on his part because you're talking about an ex. Like it, he was in a happy relationship with the Chiefs. Uh, they, they mutually agreed to part ways. He goes to the Jets. It doesn't work out. It's bad. And then he goes back to Kansas City. So he's going back to his previous ex, and now he's just talking smack on the ex that he didn't like that much. And it's like, if you're really happy, if you like the way things are going, why even bringing up the Jets? Why even bringing up the ex? It doesn't make too much sense to me. And that goes back to the awareness part. I think he thought it would be funny to, to poke fun at New York because a lot of people do. You know, they poked fun for, yeah. you know, not this, not that it could be controlled, but the fact they spent all offseason hyping up the Jets because of Aaron Rodgers and he gets four plays in. It was like the, the jokes write themselves at that point, that a cursed franchise yeah. like the Jets, he comes out with the American flag and everybody's pumped up. It was a great scene and they got him for 30 seconds. And it was like, man, that's just yeah. a cursed franchise. So, McCole Hardman is pointing to that, and he's like, yeah, they're disorganized. There's a reason they suck. They None of the players take it seriously, and it's like, all right, McCullough, if you were an everyday player, if you were a number one and you you were utilized a lot, then you came to Kansas City and spoke illy of your past team, 
maybe you have some validity there, but it reminds me of a lot of players around the league that just talk badly about their past team because they can. Because they're now successful, they have a ring. Kadarius Tony did the same crap last year to the New York and, Giants. And doesn't doesn't it the one common thread with guys that run their mouths like this? They're all they all have in common the fact that they're just a spare part. You know, um, what I mean? yeah, I think a lot of the guys that play a lot, you know, there are some out there that are mouthier than most. But I also think that McCole Hardman understands that when he goes on podcast, when he's a guest or when he's trying to create his own content. What's going to be viral? Is it going to be him saying, hey, man, the Chiefs do a lot of things great. I love Patrick Mahomes. No, what's going to go viral is him saying, oh, the Jets suck. Do you know how they run practices? It's terrible. And Pat said this yesterday. It's like with Tyreek Hill, you know, kind of speaking a little bit poorly of the Chiefs. And it's like it wouldn't have been that popular of an episode if he was like, oh, both places are great. I love both. I love everybody on both sides. like, okay, that's not entertaining. He'd, yeah, but he'd get a lot of clicks and follows just because he's a superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're right about you're right about uh, if McCole Hardman gets invited to go on Ryan Clark's podcast, he I mean has what, something what, interesting what to say. Really bring, <laughs> what can he really bring to the table besides his 22 catches or whatever he had? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a it's a spot where I'm sure we'll forget about this. the The hilarious yeah. thing about it is that I think. Some people are taking this too seriously about leaking the playbook. It, if they launch an investigation and he gets suspended for it, then, yeah, it was a much bigger deal. But the funny thing going against the Jets is that the so-called games he leaked the playbook were some of the Jets' best performances of the year. It was, yeah. it was allegedly yeah. the Chiefs game, which would make sense because of Hardman's connection, and Zach Wilson yeah. had his best performance of the season. And the second one was the Eagles, who the Jets beat. So if he's leaking information and scheming maybe he was doing what mike leach did remember when he left the the faulty playbook on the field for the sooners to pick up and yeah like maybe that's what it was so i i think it's both parties don't really have a leg to stand on you know hardman wasn't that valuable of a piece to the jets and if he did tampering if he was leaking playbook information that's not great on him and that very well may prevent him from getting another contract but for the jets like nobody's feeling sorry for you because you've been in a relevant franchise for so long. Like, if you're going to, you know, say, oh, don't don't take what you say seriously from disgruntled employees like Hardman, you know who that came from? The, the punter. punter. If the punter is the one speaking out and speaking up, maybe it's a, a lot more of an internal problem than you think. Like, Sauce Gardner spoke all up a little bit. All due respect to punters. All due respect oh, to punters. Oh, and I do me with all due respect. Yeah. <laughs> but could you imagine, like... Charvarius Ward in the Super Bowl talking about the Chiefs and, oh, I like everything better over here. Could you imagine if, like, Tommy Townsend was the only one to be like, hey, don't say that about us? Who went Who went to Thomas Morstead and wanted to know what he thought anyway? <laughs> That's my fault. Like, maybe Thomas Morstead's like, stand back, guys. I got this one. I, I can tell everybody what a stand-up <laughs> franchise this is. Like, come on now. No, you want your your ringleader. You want your your chief, your, your captain to go up and say, yeah. whatever he's saying, don't believe it because he was a clown in the first place. Like Sauce Gardner got a little active on social media, and then Thomas Morstead had a mic in front of his face, and he was like, "Yeah, that's a disgruntled employee. Don't uh-huh. don't read into what he's saying." I'm like, and also, I just think both both parties are really dumb in this. Hardman was dumb to say that. You won a ring, celebrate that. You've now won two Super Bowls. The Jets and nobody on that team, aside from Rodgers, and unless I'm leaving out some longtime veteran that's now there. They don't have any Super Bowl success. They have barely any winning success. And and for the Jets, I, if that was the story that Hardman leaked the playbook, I would have brought up like 
some of the games they got their ass kicked, not the games they yeah. won. It's like, well, what he did then helped you, right? Or, or somehow, or maybe it wasn't even the right plays that he leaked. So I think both parties are really stupid in this, and I just I hope for the sake of everybody it blows over because if the Jets have a player that's that disgruntled that would leak the playbook, that's not very good. And it's also not good for Hardman, who's celebrating the highest point of his career, and now it's going to be tarnished a little bit if this you know comes into anything. Yeah. What's your Far Hall roofing story of the week, Jack? Well, I think it's uh, – pretty funny what goes on at the combine i'm i'm a fan of the combine i'm not goo goo gaga over it i don't go crazy over 40 yard dashes or you know bench presses and maybe that's just the football fan i am i i like the draft a lot i like offseason stuff i love free agency the combine i'm just not that much of a prospect person like i usually familiarize myself with day one picks and then a little bit in the day two then after that i'm not going to be that know-it-all it's like oh you didn't hear about yeah. the guy from temple that you know has a yeah. broad jump like that. I'm like no I don't there are some great people that do fantastic work like that I'm just you know I don't do that uh, but yeah. what I always find hilarious about the combine is they plant reporters to ask so off-base questions to see if it rattles a player and I don't know if you caught this uh, what was asked to Roma Dunze and oh, no. I thought he answered it perfectly so if for listeners out there that don't understand kind of to go back on the point there will be teams that employ people to go into the media scrum and ask just completely non-football-related questions and see how they handle it. Like, that's just a way oh, to, to see how they handle the poise because there's going to be times they get bombarded, like at the Super Bowl, when they're asked a stupid question questions. from an actual yeah. reporter. from somebody, Like, uh -huh. I remember Andy Reid got asked about a conspiracy theory, I think involving, like, communism and Taylor Swift, and he was like, that's above my pay grade, I don't know. It's like, that's a coach, though. These are 19 to 20, 22-year-olds. And, you know, Roma yeah. Dunze got asked if if he was a pilot and he had to emergency land a plane, could he do it? And he said, absolutely not. Nobody would survive on board. They'd all perish. <laughs> I thought, you know what? That, to me, would almost not completely sell me on a player, but I think having a personality, a good personality yeah. at that, having good yeah. humor and not even being rattled on that, not because some guys would be like, I don't. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm only here to talk about football. I think yeah. some teams, as crazy as that would sound, would be like, oh, he doesn't even have a good personality. Because you know what? What uh, owners and GMs think when they're drafting a player? Not only are they going after the talent level, they want to have a guy that fans can like. You know, yeah. they they yeah. don't want to have a guy with a ton of character issues or can't you know be around people in a public event or not in a good way you know like you know when you go to chief's training camp or they've got some promotion going on who's usually there well you have the stars the talented guys like patrick mahomes and travis kelsey but you'll see from time to time like a jarek mckinnon be there because mckinnon's really personable mm -hmm. and i think for draft picks that want to really have a's all over their report card personality and not being rattled is a great way to go about it because it's not only that question to throw you off your game, it's then another reporter following up with, well, how you feel like you did at the combine? How do you feel like you did in this area? How do you feel like you would pair – or how many conversations have you had with the Chiefs or with the Patriots yeah. or with the Bengals? It's like it's supposed to make sure that you stay so laser-focused but also be yourself. They don't want a robot up there. They don't want a guy that's not going to give them too much. When you get to the team – have the coach handle how players want to, you know, answer some questions. But you see some of the guys that are personable, it's no surprise they get endorsements, right? It's no yeah. surprise yeah. people come calling and going, hey, he's actually a funny guy. George Kittle, elite talent, 
funnier guy. Like, an yeah. absolutely personable guy. They mic him up for games. He's got endorsements. He's got the tight end you. Like, that to me goes more so for the individual part of a player. Like, obviously, teams are going to care about the talent above all else. And then if you, of course. you aren't getting in trouble all the time. You know, they want to make sure they're getting a high-end talent. But I think for the player itself, you know, there are other companies out there that are looking and saying, can we build around this guy? You know, can we launch an ad campaign with him? Those are all things that factor with the combine. So when most people go, who the hell asks a question like that? They're plants. <laughs> they they yeah. are guys that are supposed to be in there to ask completely off-base questions and see how the player responds to it. And if they're rattled or if they roll with it. And Roma Dunze, he rolled with it. <laughs> he didn't lie. He's like, absolutely not. They'd all die. They'd all perish. <laughs> I couldn't land that. And I'm like, you know what? I'd probably say the exact same thing. But, you know, I would have loved to hear somebody be like, well, you know, I consider myself a leader, and I would make sure that I'd, I'd know all uh, my quality. It's like, okay, okay, stop that. Stop that. We don't need to have some Boy Scout here. Let's have the, let's have the real side to it here. Let's have the yeah. real side. And, and I just I love Roma Dunze more for that. I'm really rooting for this guy. Exceptional talent, but seems like a funny guy. And I love to root for the funny, personable guys in the NFL. All right, it's twelve forty eight. We're at Twin Peaks West. When we come back, we will check the Twitter slash X. It's brought to you by Wichita Furniture and Mattress. It has to do with spring break. We'll explain next. It's twelve forty eight. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. There's no, no better person to work for than, than Clark Hunt. I mean, I felt that way with Jeff Lurie. I feel that way with Clark Hunt. And I've been fortunate. I'm not getting any younger. You know, I appreciate Kansas City. I mean, I love it. We love it. And if you guys call it a dynasty, that's off to you. Let's just keep, keep going. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof. No easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> But then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost copays. <laughs> I can get down with that. When you need to talk Medicare, Walgreens is here. Start shopping today at walgreens.com slash Medicare. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. 
Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-384-9393. That's 1251 for Twin Peaks West. It's Kesha's birthday. She's 37. Big fan. We're Ridge and Taft. Come on out and see us. We'll be out here until 4 o'clock. Got t-shirts for you. Got koozies for you. Don't be shy. If you uh, if you can hear my voice on your radio and you're coming into Twin Peaks West, come on and see us. We've got a t-shirt for you. We've got a koozie for you. We've got little logo footballs for you. They're for you, so come on in and get some free stuff. Speaking of, I got some other free stuff here coming up really shortly. We also have Kevin Saul coming up about a half an hour from now. Talk about the Shocker Baseball home opener that is on deck here this afternoon. Slated for a 3 o'clock first pitch. And also a little UAB basketball game to talk about with him. He was there. Shockers win that one, so we'll get his thoughts on all that stuff. Coming up at 125. Uh, Speaking of basketball, we'll hear from Paul Mills. He spoke to the Wichita media today. Uh, We'll hear him in the 1 o'clock hour. And before we do that, we need to get to the Twitter question. It has to do with spring break. And the Twitter question today is brought to you by Wichita Furniture and Mattress, your number one furniture store in Wichita, with more choices, more name uh, name brands, more selection, and more style all in one store. They have something for every budget and every room in the house, especially those man caves with recliners, couches, home audio, and theater systems as well. If you want more, go see why Wichita Furniture and Mattress is Wichita's number one furniture store they provide us with our chairs at our Riverfront Stadium studio. They are amazing. They have, as I said, something for every room in the house, Wichita Furniture and Mattress, bringing us the Twitter question today. And the results of it so far are kind of surprising. Well, a lot surprising to me anyway. The question is, at ESPN Wichita, what's your ideal spring break consist of? Ski trip, Florida trip, do nothing, or Mexico trip. Jack, back in the day, how did you celebrate spring break? And by back in the day, I mean when you were at KU in college. What did you do? Hmm. I had one year I did – actually, I did two years in Mexico. So that was, a, that was common because, the, I mean – I had no need to hide it now. The Mexico drinking laws were 18 years old, so that was very common for college. You didn't have to uh-huh. wait till you were 21, and you could go to any bar that you wanted to. I'm trying to think in the in-between. I went to – oh, man. I'm trying to think where I would have gone 
Do you ever than, get, in a, get in a car with a bunch of buddies and go somewhere? I did that. Uh, I did one time. That was to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Oh, okay. Gulf Shores, Alabama was another place I went to. Let's see. Yeah, so a Florida trip. Didn't go to Florida. At least. In high school, I did. I went to Florida. Uh, but, oh, that, that's what I'm missing there. So, actually, I've been to all of these. I, I went on did a snowboarding all? trip, yes, uh, I think my sophomore year. So, yeah, ski trip was up there, but I usually like to go in the wintertime. It's a little bit colder, snows a little bit better. Yeah. So I'd probably okay. say with my vote here, Mexico was the, was the easy one to go with. All right. So, so far, the, uh, the results have been overwhelmingly do nothing. 55.3% say that their ideal spring break consists of doing nothing. 21% say a Florida trip, so that's second. And then it's really close for third or fourth. Mexico trip, 13.2%. Ski trip, 10.5%. So interesting uh, study so far in my uh, very unscientific Twitter X poll that we have each and every day here on the Shane Dennis Show. And today's brought to you by Wichita Furniture and Mattress. Comedian and actor Drew Lynch captured the hearts of America with his golden buzzer performance on season 10 of America's Got Talent. And he'll be right here in Wichita at the Orpheum Theater on Wednesday, March the 6th. He's um, racked up millions of followers on social media while touring the world nonstop to sold-out audiences. And we'll get to see him. Drew Lynch will have you rolling in the aisles with laughter at the Orpheum Theater on March 6th. Call Jack. Be caller number three right now. 316-669-4996. Got a pair of tickets for you for Wednesday, March 6th, to see Drew Lynch. One hour down, one to go. We're at Twin Peaks West. Stick around. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. KKGQ, Newton.